Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook app. It is a new week. Coming off a glorious Sunday in the National Football League. A lot to discuss and more and more winners to give out. We'll have a spread the word winner this week. Easiest contest I'm aware of on planet Earth. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on the various social media platforms. Our network is at Ross Tucker Pod. And so what you're able to get there is you're able to get the highlight clips of all of our shows, the best stuff we post, and you're able to know exactly when the show has been posted. Please follow us both places. And if you engage in any way, you're eligible to win some of these awesome press passes, signed cards, signed pictures at the end of this week. Like every week, we will have a sponsor confirmation email winner as well, which is very exciting. Love when you take advantage of any of our awesome sponsors. We got several. They're all on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com. And yes, we will have a YouTube shout-out winner at the end of the week. This is now someone that comments on the YouTube page. I think we have enough subscribers now, YouTube.com slash NFL. They don't tell me every time we get a new subscriber now. They just say, I just tell me when we get a comment. So, you got to comment. So really, anybody, it doesn't have to be a new subscriber. Any new subscriber, anybody, anybody can comment and be eligible to win that one. Uh, ver- patrons have been very popular right now. I think people like being able to see the press box grades and the even money bets and all that stuff on our private Tuckheads Slack channel, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Today's shout-out goes to C, just C. So, congratulations, C. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Morning, Ross. Well, uh, as we do every morning, let's get your overall thoughts from week seven in the NFL. But I think there's some also some news that you want to discuss first. Yeah, Bright, you got a nice uh, backdrop there. Is that is that an airport behind you? What is that? Or a that city? is yeah, that's the Denver airport. Nice, Bright, coming to us live from the Denver airport. By the way. It is 4.58 
mountain time. Correct. You, you want to know why Brian's a rock star? Because of stuff like this. Was up late last night, did the Broncos-Chiefs game. Absolute rock star. Gets it done for his family and for you guys. So you can make sure you know exactly what happened in the NFL. Well, so, Brian, obviously, the, I, I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL. The last 30 minutes, really, I take that back. There was a three-minute stretch, okay, on the Red Zone channel yesterday where it was the crazy Lions-Falcons finish, the intense Steelers-Titans finish where Goskowski missed the field goal. Um, Carolina, they missed the field goal, 65-yarder. Baker Mayfield threw the unbelievable touchdown pass to Donovan Peoples-Jones against the Bengals. The Lions had that improbable comeback. That all happened in like a three-minute span. I mean, that there is no better sports product in the world that I'm aware of other than the red zone at the end of the early games. It is absolutely incredible. Like, if you could take that and inject it in veins or bottle it and sell it, I mean, people, you, I, I, you'd be a gazillionaire in two minutes. So... That was my biggest takeaway is just how good that product is, especially at the end of the early games. But it feels like there's a couple of news items that I just – we didn't get to. I don't know. If, I think most of them – Friday we just did the game picks rather than getting to them. So a couple of things that need to be said. How about the Ravens trading for Yannick Ngakwe? Uh, third and a conditional fifth for the rest of this year – they needed another edge rusher for when they're going against Pittsburgh, for when they're going against Kansas City in the playoffs. Judon has been just okay. This is proof that the Vikings are sellers. The Vikings are waving that white flag. They know this year is not their year and that they're probably not going to re-sign Yannick Ngakwe. So they want to go ahead and get something back because they gave up a second, which is going to be a high second. Now they're getting back a low third. It's a rough it's a rough swap for the Vikings, but they felt like they needed to give the team a chance this year with Hunter having that surgery. Huge for the Ravens, who also signed Des Bryant to the practice squad. So we'll see. I mean, Ravens are all in, man. Ravens are not messing around this year. We'll see if Des Bryant can eventually do anything for Baltimore. Speaking of mercurial wide receivers signing places, that's the biggest news. Antonio Brown signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I guess you can never have too much of a good thing. They won 45-20 to 20 yesterday. Mike Evans only got two targets. By the way, I, I sense that Mike Evans is getting frustrated, something to keep an eye on. But Mike Evans only got two targets. He clearly doesn't seem thrilled with that. And now you're going to bring in Antonio Brown? I know some people that are not happy with the decision of the Bucks to like Jennifer Decker is one not happy with the decision of the Bucks to bring in Antonio Brown with that pending sexual assault case still against him. And I remain skeptical, Bry, that he'll be on the roster and able to play the whole rest of the season. We'll see. Uh, I kind of will believe it when I see it with everything that's going on with him. Whether he does something uh, ridiculous in the facility or on the field or something happens with 
this case. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But I guess the rich get richer. But I also wonder a little bit if they're upsetting the apple cart there. They're already the best team in the NFC in my mind. So I, I find that a little bit I, – I, I guess you could say it's a no-risk move. If things go poorly, they can just cut them. I suppose that's true. So I guess I understand it. But they got just such a good thing going right now. I don't know if I'd want to mess with it. Dwayne Haskins, we found out Friday afternoon, was fined for getting a hotel room for one of his uh, a family friend, I guess I was, I was told. Um, or, or they reported he said that he did not, or the report was he didn't actually interact with that friend. I don't know. All I know is it sounds like there were rules. It sounds like he knew the rules. It sounds like he didn't follow the rules. And it sounds like that's probably one of the reasons why he's been benched is that when you're the quarterback, especially you got to be beyond reproach. You got to be above all that. And I'll say the same thing for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley that were evidently caught going out to a nightclub or something on a Friday night in New York city. Same thing. When you're a leader of the team or a quarterback, you got to be beyond reproach. This is a hard and fast rule this year, I guess. I used to get a hotel room when I played in New York for my wife. Whether she was my girlfriend or fiance or whatever, I get a hotel room for her. There's like three hours after meetings, before curfew. She lived in New York. I was living in Buffalo. We were able to visit and be together for a couple hours. So I don't know. I don't know if I believe that Dwayne Haskins didn't actually interact with that person, whoever that family friend was, but whatever. Speaking of the Giants, they traded linebacker Marcus Golden to the Cardinals for a six-round pick. Another example of a team that realizes it's not happening for them this year, trading a player to a team that realizes it might be happening for them this year. And then the Titans were fined $350,000 for the COVID stuff. I still think whether it's the Raiders or now the Giants, they just got to come down harder on these guys. I mean, it's it feels like there's enough breaking of protocols, Haskins, the Titans, the Giants the other night, you know, the Raiders reportedly not wearing their contact tracing things and the Met. Guys, this has to be a 100% thing. You're, you're messing with people's money. I think they need to come down with them. Come down hard on them, Bri. Really hard on them. And speaking of messing with people, unfortunately – Twice in my life, um, our home security has been messed with. It's why Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. You know, break ins rise during the holidays. Recently, US News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. So, whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out the 30% off, 30% off. Plus free security camera. So nice. We have these. So nice to have it at your doors. I, I, I can't possibly recommend it enough. They got high quality equipment. The camera footage is huge. That came in handy for us with our e- incident at home. Ease of setup. Plus that 30% off Simply Safe. Plus a free security camera. I can't emphasize the importance of having a camera at your house enough. Uh, I don't like to get into details, but trust me. Visiting simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Go today 
This deal is this week only. That's simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. All right, let's go into each of these games with a little bit more in depth. We'll start with the Steelers and Titans, and now there is only one unbeaten team in the NFL. Steelers beat the Titans 27-24. Steven Goskowski had a chance to tie it on a field goal with 19 seconds left to send it to overtime, but uh, alas, he did not. Pretty awesome football game. Uh, the Steelers were clearly the better team. The Steelers dominated the entire first half, really like – most of the first three quarters, they controlled the action. They were running it well. Ben was playing well. But then Roethlisberger threw a couple of interceptions that gave the Titans a chance. A.J. Brown took a slant to the house. He can really roll. He kind of reminds me of T.O. when he catches those slants, took a slant to the house. Next thing you know, Titans were right back in the game. Terrific comeback by them. Even though, you know, after the Steelers have been dominate, just not quite enough. Looks takes. Sorry, Bri. Late in the game, um, you mentioned Goskowski's missed field goal. TJ Watt had a big game for the Steelers. Juju Smith Schuster had his best game of the year for the Steelers. I think the Titans, even in a loss, though, showed me something, Bri. Because I think the Steelers. We'll do power rankings probably tonight, actually, because I'm traveling tomorrow morning. So we'll probably do power rankings podcast tonight. And I think the Steelers are the best team in football. And the Titans showed me something with that frenetic comeback. Tuck takes. Sorry about that. Trigger finger there. Uh, next up, it's the Dallas Cowboys. They lost Andy Dalton to a concussion. They also lost to Washington 25-3. to Washington, 208 yards in the win. Right, so let's start with Andy Dalton. One of the worst hits we've seen on a quarterback in quite some time. I really don't know what John Bostic was doing. I mean, it was his shoulder right into the side of Andy Dalton's head when Andy Dalton was sliding. And even if you say, you know, he was trying to hit him lower, you got to hit him way lower than that, John. Way lower than that. It was as bad of a hit as we've seen on a quarterback in quite some time, I would be surprised if Andy Dalton is able to play um, next Sunday against the Eagles. We'll see. But that was vicious. In came Ben DiNucci, another one of these where it makes me feel old, seventh-round pick from James Madison. I actually called his state championship game in 2014. We now have guys that are going to be starting at quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, who I called their state championship game six years after I retired from playing. He played; They played St. Joe's Prep, by the way. It was a heck of a game. Um, lots of sacks for Washington in that game. Lots and lots of sacks, whether it was Dalton or Danucci. The Dallas defense actually had a goal line stand, if you can believe that. But other than that, they're horrifically bad, historically bad. I mean, Antonio Gibson, who had a big day, he had a touchdown run where it was like the Red Sea party. It was almost as easy of a touchdown run as you'll ever see. Terry McLaurin had a big day, uh, as usual. He usually does. And, yeah, that was what happened in that game. 
Tux Takes. The Bills came back from down 10 against the Jets to keep Gang Green winless. Final on this one, 18 to 10. Nice opening drive for the New York Jets. They got points. They kind of looked like they had a pretty good plan. Then Darnold made a nice, really nice throw. They score a touchdown. Jets are up 10 nothing. You're thinking, oh boy, oh boy, Buffalo. This is not good. The Jets had four yards in the second half. Four yards. Uh, Darnold had a really, really bad interception. You just can't throw the ball that he did. He, I've gotten to the point with Darnold where I think he, at this point, might just be consistently inconsistent. Now, no Jamison Crowder certainly hurts him. And he was under duress again. Jerry Hughes had two of the six sacks for the Bills. But you still can't do that if you're Sam Darnold. The Bills had eight field goal attempts. Eight field goal attempts. Kudos to the Jets' defense. I thought Josh Allen was pretty solid, but the Jets' defense never letting the Bills get a touchdown. That's impressive. I know it was eight field goal attempts, but no touchdowns is no touchdowns, especially when Josh Allen sort of had a pretty solid day. Tux takes. New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers 27-24. Mike Davis, who had been explosive in Christian McCaffrey's absence, rushes for only 12 yards. This was a really good football game. By the way, I had two units on Carolina. It might have been a best bet for me and Steve. I can't remember. I think it was a best bet. I'm cleaning up so far this week. I got one unit on the Bears tonight, but I am plus 11, Bri. Plus 11, I believe, for week number seven in the NFL on the Even Money podcast. I'm having an all-time unbelievable week, and this was one of them. I had two units on Carolina. I didn't know why they were getting seven and a half points. Didn't make sense. Drew Brees was crazy efficient, as always. You know, all of these people that are in such a hurry to try to bury Drew Brees and Tom Brady, they just look silly. People are so eager to be able to, they're washed, they're done. Wrong, eh, wrong. They're both still playing very well. And Breeze did it without Michael Thomas, without Emmanuel Sanders, throwing it to guys like Marquez Callaway, whoever the heck that is. Obviously, Camara's Camara, we know that. But Marquez Callaway, unbelievable. Jared Cook had a nice touchdown catch. For the Panthers, though, I'm telling you, man, they do not give up. They fight. Teddy Bridgewater had a very solid game. DJ Moore had a big day. Uh, Sly almost made that 65-yard field goal. would have been the longest field goal in NFL history. He missed it by like a yard after Teddy Bridgewater took a sack. It was a stunt up front with Marcus Davenport and my why-missing boy, Alex Anzalone. You, you cannot take that sack there, Teddy. I mean, they would have at least probably tied it up with that game-tying field goal by Joey Sly. That's a tough lesson for Teddy Bridgewater. He should know better, quite frankly. And it's crazy that Sly almost made it anyway. Tux takes. Ross, we talked all week last week about a bounce-back performance from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Well, they go into Houston and they 
beat him 35-20. Right. And I, I, I mean, Devontae Adams had a ginormous game. I truly don't have much to say about this game, number one, other than what the heck was the game plan for the Houston Texans defensively? How could you possibly let Devontae Adams, especially when Aaron Jones isn't playing, let Devontae Adams tear you up like that? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Absolutely no sense. Um, Romeo Cornell, the guy loves field goals, kicked field goals a couple times when it didn't seem like the best move because they were getting smoked. I didn't really understand it. Down three scores, kick a field goal to still be down three scores. I, I don't get it. The Texans coaching was poor. Both their defensive game plan and Cornell, they deserve to lose. Ducks takes. Baker Mayfield, career-high five passing touchdowns in the Browns' 37-34 win over the Bengals. Cleveland holding their breath, though, on the results of an MRI from Odell Beckham. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done for the year. I, I can see enough um, insiders tweeting ominous. They're concerned it could be serious. At this point, I am fluent in NFL insider tweets. Sounds to me like he's got a torn ACL. Uh, I do not know that. That is speculation. Uh, but there's enough people out there hinting at it, tweeting about it, that uh, I think that's what we'll probably end up finding out today, which is just brutal for the Browns. I mean, here they are, 5-2, and two, you know, looking like they're going to make a playoff run. Maybe they still do. It's just awful, awful, especially since it was on an interception, too of all things. Joe Burrow had that tipped interception in the end zone. Then Baker had interception. After that, really bad interception, by the way, by Baker Mayfield. Really bad. After that, both quarterbacks were awesome in this game. Absolutely awesome. It was really impressive. It was. I mean, Baker Mayfield, his best game of the year. Donovan Peoples-Jones, who hadn't done a whole lot. The rookie from Michigan, he had that game-winning touchdown catch. He had a couple nice touchdown catches in the game. Uh, Harrison Bryant had a couple touchdowns. David Njoku did. Miles Garrett had a big day as usual as the Bengals offensive line is still a problem. But uh, that is one of the big notes is the Odell Beckham Jr. injury. Does not sound good. Ducks takes. Matthew Stafford hooked up with TJ Hawkinson with a minute four left in the game. Matt Prater adds the extra point to beat the Falcons 23-22. Atlanta now one in six on the year. It's absolutely crazy that we had back-to-back -back days, the Penn State game on Saturday and the Lions-Falcons game on Sunday, where the only way a team could lose is if they scored a touchdown. And it happened in both instances. Penn State against Indiana on Saturday, Devin Ford, and I don't know if he had been coached up or not. Kudos to Indiana's coach for letting him score and knowing that. And then the same with Todd Gurley of the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they're both bad, but Todd Gurley's a professional. Devin Ford's like a true sophomore. Todd Gurley's a professional. And it had just happened the day before. What's crazy is usually when that happens, Bri, it's like, oh, it's the only way they could lose. But they still don't. You know, it's like, now they gave the other team a chance, but the other team still doesn't pull it off. In both instances, they did. 
because Stafford had an unbelievable throw to Kenny Galladay. Unbelievable throw and catch to Galladay. Then he throws the touchdown pass to Hawkinson. And then Prater has to make a 50-yard extra point for, to, for, to, for the win. And he got it. Unbelievable football game for the Lions and the Falcons. Incredible. Ducks takes. Another four touchdown passes for Tom Brady. He now has 559 for his career. That is all-time NFL touchdown passing leader. Bucks over the Raiders, 45-20. Yeah, I mean, he's on fire. He's on fire right now. You know, Gronk, I don't, I'm not going to say Gronk is like vintage Gronk, but Gronk's still looking pretty darn good. Scotty Miller had a huge day. I did mention earlier, Mike Evans didn't do very much. And they're getting to the point where they're not really – it's only one ball. And as you're feeding all these different guys, Evans and Antonio Brown now and Scotty Miller and Godwin and Gronkowski and Cam Brate and Ronald Jones and Fournette, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. They're winning, so I, I think those guys will all be on the up and up, but you never know. Aguilar got the Raiders off to a hot start. Aguilar had some – some really nice catches there. He's been playing well in Vegas, but ultimately, and and the and the and the Raiders made it twenty four twenty at one point. But the the Bucks just shifted into overdrive. They are so impressive to go up forty five to win forty five twenty. As I tweeted yesterday at Ross Tucker NFL, please follow. They are the best team in the NFC right now. Tucks takes. Justin Herbert, first Charger quarterback with three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown since Dan Fouts did it back in 1983. Chargers over the Jags, 39-29. This was like a roller coaster, Bri, because the Chargers got out to, I think, a 16-0 lead maybe. And then the Char the Jags came back, scored 21 in a row. So that's 21-16. The Jags actually have the lead. They had a blocked punt. I mean, this was like a back-and-forth game. Then – the Chargers eventually pulled away because Jacksonville is just not very good. You said the numbers. Justin Herbert, really, really impressive. I mean, really impressive. And this was part of a uh, – this and the next game we'll talk about, the Niners game, part of a two-team teaser I had on the Even Money podcast, which is presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Speaking, by the way, of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, how about – the showdown in Happy Valley Saturday night, Halloween night, Penn State, Ohio State, giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when you place a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Should be an awesome football game. We'll see if Penn State bounces back from that disheartening loss to Indiana. I guess, you know, everything's still in front of them. I and mean, if they win the rest of their games, including beating Ohio State Saturday night, they're still going to win the Big Ten East, uh, and they're still going to go to the Big Ten Championship game and be able to go to the college football playoff. But they got to win the rest of them now. Uh, really looking forward to that. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State. Bet $1. $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code ROSS 
during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus, first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ducks takes. After three interceptions, Cam Newton was benched for Jared Stidham. 49ers, big win over the Patriots, 33-6. to Unbelievable. You know, we talked about it last week, Bri. I wasn't really sure how New England was going to bounce back from their horrible performance a week ago. And the answer is they weren't. Not at all. It was just as – it was worse. It was actually worse. And so now we have to start to realize that this is – this might just be who New England is this year. Cam is not playing well. I've told you this before. You know, when things are really going well for him, he is as good as anyone. But when things are going poorly, he's as bad as anyone. He is – there's very few, it feels like, medium games for Cam Newton. There's very few, like, he played okay. It seems like it's either really good or really bad, and it was really bad again for the Niners. Kyle Juszczyk, my Ivy League buddy, is an absolute weapon, man. I mean, as a blocker, catching passes, running with the football, he is so valuable. He's like a movable chess piece for Kyle Shanahan. And Jeff Wilson was great for the Niners until he got hurt. Another running back injury for that team. I mean, how deep do they need to go at this point? Tux takes. Well, so much for the weather being a factor in Denver that would bring the over-under down past 46 points. Kansas City puts up 43 on their own on an offensive touchdown, a defensive touchdown, and a special teams touchdown. But they couldn't convert a third down in that game. The final in this one, 43-16. to 16. How was the food, Bri? Food was solid, as Denver always is. You had a choice of, and I, I think they did this on purpose, Ross, Kansas City ribs or brisket, or there was a uh, vegetarian option, which I did not partake in. I went with the ribs, and it was very good. Had a side of coleslaw, some baked beans, plus some potato salad, which I know you're not a fan of. Um, it is potato salad, I think, is one of the only times that I will tolerate mustard because it's mixed up in there. Uh, yeah, overall, good, solid performance. Halftime, they had some chicken wings and hot dogs. I'm going A-. minus. Ribs, brisket, beans. I like it. Sounds good. Really good. Um, you know what's weird? I didn't think the Broncos played that poorly. Philip Lindsay was running really well. He's clearly better than Melvin Gordon until he got concussed, which stinks. Denver was playing well on defense. They were moving the ball, but you have the pick six by Drew Locke, which is terrible. Then Pringle has the kickoff return for a touchdown. You just can't do stuff like that. You can't give up those big plays against the Chiefs and hope to win. And so that's that's why a big reason why the Chiefs were able to pull away like that. Ducks takes. Finally, on Sunday Night Football, the only time the Arizona Cardinals had the lead in last night's game against the Seahawks was when Zane Gonzalez kicked the game-winning field goal in overtime after missing one in overtime. The final, 37-34.
What an incredible football game. I mean, look like it might be a tie. Look like the Seahawks might win a couple times. Seattle, incredible first drive. Tyler Lockett was amazing in this game. This would be a good one for the NFL Game Pass to go check out. Tyler Lockett was awesome. DK Metcalf didn't have a huge game, but his hustle to chase down Buda Baker after a, another bad Russell Wilson interception, and then the, they stopped the Cardinals, ended up being a seven-point play. Huge, absolutely huge. Russell Wilson had some bad interceptions, man. You don't often see that from him. Kyler Murray was better. Greg Cosell said last week, I tweeted this Thursday, that you need to uh, – Kyler Murray needs to improve throwing the ball. He was better. You know, he still wasn't perfect, but he was definitely better throwing the football. And, yes, I was happy that Gonzalez got that redemption late for the Cardinals because, man, he needed it. After he misses a chip shot or an easier one, then makes the deeper one so they could win. They deserve to win at that point. Awesome football game, 37-34, Arizona. NFC West is legit. That'll do it for a Monster Monday edition of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can always check it out, as you know, on YouTube. Shoutouts, Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sporticulture, SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.